Know a lot about golf. Well, we're waiting. It is our time. Those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton in the studio. He's Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at uh, Edinburgh, Indiana's Timbergate Golf Course. Been working all day. Actually, uh, you know been working what? all week doing uh, brand new training videos, man. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you. We shot uh, for Iconic Golf. I, I use that that platform to help an awful lot of my students remotely and also in person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you, we shot a whole bunch of videos. Um, the last time I, I did this, I w- went down to Houston and we shot 84 videos in uh, two days time and just knocked it all out. Well, mm-hmm. this week we did a bunch more and man, there's good stuff in it. Cool. We will touch on some of that good stuff, too. Um, yeah. A little bit later on the show. Do want to mention, we record our show. It's not live here on Sunday morning. Um, we do record it uh, prior, and we are recording this on the day that Tiger had his accident last week. So please uh, yeah. bear in mind, we know it happened. We don't know how it happened or what has transpired since then, so we're not going to mention it. It's not that we don't care. We just don't want to uh, say anything that uh, may be wrong. So, Yeah, we have no no idea. So we are going from that point on. And I want to, um, you know, I, I know a lot of you, I was talking to a friend of mine in New England the other day who said, you know what I love best about living here? It's because he, we get all four seasons. And I said, that ain't nothing, buddy. I live in a place where we get all four seasons, but we do it in one week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> because one week ago we were at 17 degrees and got six inches of snow. One week later, it's 62 degrees and I have a tea time. <laughs> now I know yeah. it's going to be sloppy. And yes, sir. Last is. week we talked about how not to hit it fat, which is very important well, when you play sloppy, yes, well, of course. Right. Because sometimes that mud just don't come out of your clothes, you know? So we're going to touch on basically some early season golf techniques where you don't ruin your clubs or your clothes or your shoes. Some of the stuff Jeff's been uh, videotaping for the past couple days. And a a lot more questions you may or or may not have. Maybe we're going to tell you something you didn't know you didn't know. How about that, huh? I don't even know what I don't know. (laughs) We'll figure it out together. So hang with us. We are those Weekend Golf Guys, and we're coming right back. Stunning. You don't have to hit a shot to fall in love with the Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses at French Lake Resort. Our hotel and golf packages are the way to go. Add the casino and spas, and it's a road trip for the memory book. Safely get back to the game you love with one of the packages found online at FrenchLake.com. Legendary golf at French Lake Resort. A breath of fresh air. Must be 21 to enter casino. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Are you listening to the Approach Shot Podcast? If not, here's what you've been missing. ESPN.com's Bob Harrig tells golf stories. And why does comedian Mark Montana hate golf? Uh, only because uh, I'm competitive and I don't like uh, losing in sports <laughs> to guys that are 65 and overweight. So go ahead. Download an episode or two of the Approach Shot today at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you download podcasts. And find us on the web at ApproachShot.net. 
There are a bunch of things that can negatively affect your performance on the golf course. You know, there's those nagging pains, the shoulder pain, elbow pain, wrist pain, even back pain, that kind of stuff. They're just nagging and and they can negatively affect how well you move. But something else is the anxiety, the nervousness, especially, you know, people watching you get a little uptight. Getting uptight is the worst thing for your golf game. So you can lose the first tee jitters and you can get on the level of performance you deserve. Well-being starts with well-care. You need to use the code WEEKEND for 20% off your first purchase. Visit wellcarebotanicals.com. That's wellcarebotanicals.com. Or you can call 888-211-2011. You've got problems with aches. You've got problems with pains. Or more like me, you've got problems with first tee jitters and anxiety. Wellcarebotanicals.com. Use code WEEKEND. Or call 888-211-2011. Why don't you follow us on Twitter? It's very easy. Just go to twitter.com. We are at WKND Golf Guys. And welcome back to Those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith. Golf Cave, Edinburgh, Indiana. Timbergate Golf Course. So now good news. Good news for all amateur golfers. You can win up to $750 and not lose your amateur status. <laughs> Isn't that cool, huh? <laughs> you know what? I like – so, okay. So you and I have been down the the USGA love it or hate it road a few times, right? Yes, indeed. And and as you know, I am normally taking the stance of the hate it. Mm-hmm. it and, and it's because I've been a rules official. And it's because I see things from a different lens sometimes. Sure. The rules official lens sometimes, the golf professional lens some other times. But the common sense guy lens a lot because I deal with an awful lot of regular guys mm-hmm. playing golf. Yep. Right? And there's so many things about the rules of golf that just are Stupid. not really stupid. Rel- <laughs> there are a lot right, of I'm things about the rules of golf that are just plain <laughs> stupid. Okay. So <laughs> – Having said that, <laughs> what they're proposing right now with the USGA and the RNA is actually what I view as good for every amateur golfer. Yeah. And to me, it's not about what they're talking about is not about the fact that you can win up to $750 worth of uh, equipment and prizes or even cash. Mm-hmm. Right. They're, they're, they're kind of taking the distinctions away from what I can read. But no, that's not the real reason that I think it's a good idea. I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I just don't think that's the real good idea in the whole mix. Mm-hmm. What I think the real good idea in the whole mix is they are going to allow some sort of sponsorships for amateur players. Yeah, that, now, that, is, where, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Here's where I think they're making a terrific thing happen. Okay. I want to be clear. I'm actually saying I'm happy with the USGA at the moment. Okay. <laughs> Let it be said. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what this means. So I'm working with some kids and they're high school kids and they need to go play more tournament golf, but they can't afford to play in an awful lot of tournaments because that's expense of travel yeah. and gas money and food and tournament expense fees and parents have to take the day off work. Some cannot take mm-hmm. the day off work. Right. Some parents get hurt financially when they do that. So it now affords me as a golf coach the ability to set up some sort of 
uh, foundation that people can donate to for the purpose of having kids be able to to help fund these kids going to play tournaments. Why is that important? Because an awful lot of the kids that I work with have the brains to get themselves into college, but they may not have the means to get themselves into college. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Scholarships are out there to be competed for. And there's a lot of kids that can compete from a skill level, but they can't get to the event. So I think this is a good thing that they can help all a bunch of kids. And I don't want to say just underprivileged kids, but it helps every one of them get more tournaments under their belt. It creates more golfers. It also allows more people to sponsor juniors who want to get into the game of golf, but the, the expenses are too much for a lot of parents next thing you know so this allows for me to set up some fund that can allow other people to help with they have the thought that they want their kids or the kids in their community to be exposed to golf i think it's terrific yeah yeah i think it's terrific i mean al's pizza can can now that's right sponsor a golfer that's right Um, exactly right tick off the little leagues in town well but you know (laughs) hey think of it this way Right. All the golf is doing is getting on the same page right. that baseball's on, that softball's on, mm-hmm. that basketball's on. Look, an AAU basketball team gets to travel all over the place and they're sponsored. Yeah. All this yeah, to, is to the nth degree they're sponsored, man. That's one expensive they are, they are. Little, little deal to get involved in. Right. They are. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it, it is one of those things that golf is finally seeing the light that they are able to do this. Mm-hmm. And there's still an amateur sport. Yeah. Now you met, you mentioned you liked it because, Hey, you can win up to $750 worth of, of stuff. You know what? I think that's great. <laughs> I was being a tad facetious at that. Yeah. <laughs> well, but see that I, it, from what I can read, John, it's like you tell it. anybody, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, what are you going to do? You're not going to say anything to the IRS about that. Are you? No, I think not. <laughs> Right. How about the how about this, though, the uh, loosening the rule or doing away with the rule that instantly turns you a professional? If you make your hole in one on one of those hole in one contests and win yourself a car or a cruise or a big fat check. And then all of a sudden you're you're no longer an amateur. You're you're instantly declared a professional. Like, (laughs) wait a second. That's not right. Because you didn't get any of the privileges of being a professional. No, no, not at all. No. That's just the thing. So yeah. I think that that's terrific that they're they're seeing the light. So I'm going to say this one more time. Good for the USGA. Yeah, yeah. And the RNA. I like them. I like them this time. So do you think it has anything to do with the fact that Mike Davis resigned? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bite know. my tongue. I'm going to bite my tongue. I've, I've had one run in with Mr. Davis and it was not pleasant. So, so uh, there we go. Uh, just, I think just a, not. It's a little incident when he was the head of the Kentucky PGA. Um, just to say he wasn't a fan, and uh, we'll leave it at that. Okay. Um, he didn't listen to our show. That was the problem. <laughs> yeah. If he'd have listened to our show, he would have had a whole different disposition toward you. No, maybe he, he thought we didn't take golf seriously enough. He did listen to our show. Oh, one time. Well, we don't take golf we don't, seriously. No, enough. and that's the problem. That's why we didn't get along because he thinks he he is the most serious guy in the world, and he takes himself so damn seriously. And but he's off to do something else now. So I forget. Wait a minute. Is, but he's gone. Apparently, it's working because 
our show is nationwide. It is. We're in, a, we're in 102 cities. We're in 12 of the top 20 markets, and people like listening to us. They do. And we're podcasting all over the planet. And I just so, found out we're in the top 10% of podcasts in the world. How about them apples, How about boys? that, huh? huh? So apparently, we're not taking ourselves seriously enough if we're just finding this stuff That's out, it. right? Well, you know, we've been doing this for a while, and Mike <laughs> Davis is no longer the head of the USGA. Uh, so there you go. That's all I got to say. One question. So we I, have outlasted him. <laughs> yes. One question I do have, however. <laughs> so in Augusta, in, uh, in April, in the in the cabin when everything's over, are they going to award a green jacket and a check to seven and a check for seven hundred and fifty bucks to the low amateur, or still just just the trophy in the jacket? <laughs> I don't know. How about this, Don? What do you say? You go find out. Go be the low amateur and ask for the check. <laughs> yeah, where's my seven fifty at? <laughs> really, I gotta I gotta get some gas money to get home. <laughs> I don't want to have to hit up Jim Nance for a 20 to get home, you know? <laughs> he might not consider me one of his friends anymore. <laughs> Hello, friends. Except you, John. <laughs> That's right. You owe me $20. <laughs> yeah. You sir, are off the big list. <laughs> Oh man! Oh boy! That's and that's that's another thing too, man. Is is golf for the next uh, eight weeks on TV or so is going to be on NBC instead of CBS because it's Final Four time, March Madness time. Let's, oh yeah, let's live that's and right. breathe basketball. Also, um, I had a chance. Boy, you're to, sounding a little bitter on that. No, What's no, going- I love basketball, man. I you know wish I lived in a city that had a team that was winning this year, but that's okay. Speaking of teams not winning. I got a chance to speak with Bob Harrig the other day, who's the uh, ESPN golf analyst. Yeah. Uh, he went to IU. He did. On an Evans yeah. scholarship. Yeah. He was a caddy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He was. I like uh, that. He's written about that, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. He had uh, he had some good stories to tell about being a caddy. And that's, uh, you can hear him on our other uh, podcast called The Approach Shot. Just go to ApproachShot.net and check it out. See where you can get that. And uh, and hang out here because we're going to be talking about playing in the slop and a few other things that have happened that uh, I would like to talk to uh, Mr. Jeff about. And I'm sure you would like to get his opinions too. Hang out. We are those weekend golf guys and we will be right back. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. And you want to make us real happy, just go there and interact with us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. You know, we're all shopping online these days. More and more of us are doing it more and more often. And there is nothing worse than getting to that checkout and seeing that box that says coupon code. And you realize, I don't have one of those. I got to pay full price. Not if you have Honey. And thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past, too. Honey is a free browser extension that looks all over the Internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. So imagine you're shopping one of your favorite sites, and you check out, and the Honey button comes right down, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds. Honey is searching for coupons it can find for the site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll just watch the price drop. Boom, goes right down. I bought a new microphone last week. Yeah, $49. 
savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on a free savings. It's literally free, and it installs in just a few seconds. And after getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash golfguys. Joinhoney.com slash golfguys. Could COVID really cost you your home? Well, cybercrime is up 75%, but the type you really need to worry about is home title theft, which is why you need home title lock. Cyber criminals are after our homes, and it's easier than you'd think. The title documents to our homes are online now. The thief finds your home's title and forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating you sold your home, and he's the new owner. Then he takes out loans on your home and leaves you in debt. You won't know until late payments or eviction notices arrive. Insurance doesn't cover you, and neither do common identity theft programs. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects your most valuable asset. The instant Home Title Lock detects someone tampering with your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and receive 30 free days of protection with promo code RADIO. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Hi, it's John Ashton. You know, my wife and I both suffer with knee pain. She's a critical care nurse and spends 12-hour shifts on her feet. And you know me, I play golf now and again. You may have heard. Well, until recently, we thought the aches and pains were a fact of life that we had to deal with. But then we tried 100% drug-free relief factor. We've been taking your convenient packets three times a day. I was skeptical at first, but I'm a believer now. The Relief Factor secret is its four key ingredients. Each one works on a different metabolic pathway to help your body heal the inflammation that causes many everyday pains. If you have everyday aches and pains too, remember Relief Factor is 100% drug-free and is designed to be taken every day so you can get out and stay out of pain. To make it easy as possible for you to try Relief Factor, the father-son founder Seth and Pete Talbert have created a three-week quick start and discounted it to just $19.95. So do what I did. Go to relieffactor.com slash golf and order a three-week quick start for yourself. You'll be glad you did. Again, to claim your three-week quick start for $19.95, go to relieffactor.com slash golf. And welcome back to those weekend golf guys, John Ashton, Jeff Smith, and you, Motley Crew. but you know, we're here nonetheless. Catch us uh, every week right here or anytime online at thoseweekendgolfguys.com or you can get the podcast version at thoseweekendgolfguys.com or anywhere you go to to get your podcasts. We have said good things just recently about the USGA. They've changed some rules for the Are better. we done with that now? Because I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I said my piece. You said your piece. Now, okay. Now we're going to talk about the other side of that coin that okay. may or may not come into play with your piece. Okay. Why do the governing bodies of golf worry and dictate how the golf game goes based on the results of the top one-tenth of one percent of golfers in the world? Oh, you mean this uh, whole let's let's go try to change the, the distance let's rules? make sure everything let's... can't go as far anymore. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, I don't really understand them. I really don't, right? You just put it in a, a perfect context. So congratulations to you for making it flawless, right? They're taking this a little snippet, a very popular snippet, however, mm-hmm. of the golfing population and deciding that they're going to set some limits on how far that can go. Let's also talk about the fact, John, that you have so aptly put it, there's only a handful of those guys yeah. that can actually affect what they're what they're doing. And 
literally there's only one of them. One person has decided that he wanted to experiment with a 48 inch driver, which is the current legal limit. Nobody else does it because they can't control the stinking club <laughs> enough to get a good club face on it. So 48 <laughs> inches, what's it matter? Yeah, exactly. Right. As we talk about the tour players, because we rarely do that on this show, but I'm going to bring them up. Mm-hmm. All right. You're specifically saying that the USGA is reacting to the PGA tour in how far these guys hit these balls, these monstrous distances. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're also reacting to the, the corn Ferry tour and they're reacting to the college players and they're reacting to who's coming up and saying, okay, these guys are all bombers. Right. Okay. But none of these people, I shouldn't say none, but let's say very few of these people are even pushing the legal limit currently that they're not trying to roll it back. They're trying to cut it off. So that way they're seeing that people actually can't are not allowed to use a driver longer than 46. But it's very rare that we see people using a 46 inch driver because, like I mentioned earlier, they can't get the club around yeah. and they can't get it in the center of the face. So what's it matter? Yeah, you got well, to be about six and a half feet tall in order to deal with one of those at least. Well, see, and that's the, that's the trouble right there is they've just taken some people and created a rule. But mm-hmm. all right. So let's say that an NBA basketball star retires and he goes to play golf and he is six foot seven or six foot 10 and he's a behemoth of a man mm-hmm. or woman for that matter. Yeah. And they require their driver to fit them like all the other drivers fit all the other people. Right. But what if theirs is beyond 46 degrees? Theirs is going to be deemed illegal. So they're going to have one tiny group of people, the one that they're paying attention to, the PGA Tour guys, the, the snippet of those guys, the Mr. Bryson DeChambeau, who's decided he wants to try the legal limit today, and they started to roll that back. Mm-hmm. They've now reacted to that small percent, and now they're ignoring the small percent of golfers that are very tall. I'm willing to bet there are more people that are very tall that require longer clubs to fit them that they're affecting more people by trying to strap down on the, on the people who hit it a long way. Yeah. So yes, you're, you're so right that they're losing a snippet of the population who plays the game to have rules foisted upon them for the, um, the rest of the population, but they got to think about who they're really truly affecting. And honestly, it's the tall people. Yeah. I think they're discriminating. That's what I think. Yeah, they USGA are. USGA is are. discriminating against the, the exceptionally tall. There. <laughs> it's a short person's game, dang it. <laughs> I mean, that's, you use the uh, basketball analogy. That would be like, okay, so yeah. you get uh, you get a team that maybe has uh, three or four seven-footers on there. Yeah. Right. So so the, the NBA sits back and says, well, if these guys are going to play, we better raise the basket up to 12 feet. I mean, that's right. That's ridiculous. And that's, in essence, what the USGA is doing. They're taking a very small percentage and changing a rule to affect everybody because of what a few people are able to do. And the other thing, too, is it doesn't matter how far my clubs can hit the ball. You know, if you want to make rules for the for the club makers to give the equipment because they give the equipment and it's not the same equipment that the pros play with that I have and may have the same brand on it and may even have the same model name on it, but it's not the same equipment. So why do you mess with my stuff? You know, because I only hit a 210 now. So you're going to make it so I can't, I can't break 190 with my driver. Come on, give me a break. 
can I make mention of this to everybody, John? We, the rest of us, we measure in yards. <laughs> okay. Appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just trying to clarify. I don't want people to think that there's something wrong with our show. Got to throw out a little dose of honesty every once in a while. Uh-huh. Okay. That's just, that's just us. <laughs> uh, that will ruin it. That'll ruin the game. You know, and that's, that's the thing that they go, what are we going to do to improve the game to get more people into it? Well, you don't make it harder. Well, you know, in, in this instance, going from 48 inches to 46 inches really isn't affecting the, the rest of us, except no, the tall no, no. people yeah. that I can think, right? right? So they're not really making it harder on this one. But if they start to mess around with the golf ball and the spin and all that stuff, yes. yeah, they're making it harder. That's right? what, and that's what they're researching. Yeah, they're going to research that for a while. And what they're going to find is that they're going to go in the overall game. One of the greatest players ever ever played. He's on a roll about the golf ball, right? Jack Nicholas is on the roll about the golf ball, right? Going too far, yeah. But let's think for a minute. It might not be going too far for the average Joe. Maybe it's just the golf ball in the monstrous strength players' hands that that can go that far. In which case, now you're looking at it, and it's not the ball; it's the player, right? Because I can guarantee you that I could stand next to Brooks Kepka and I can hit a shot and he can hit a shot and his shot is going to go a whole lot further than my shot with the same golf ball. Now tell me, is it the ball that goes too far or is it the player that can make that happen? Exactly. So I look at that and go, I absolutely positively do not want to disagree with the, the thoughts of, one of the greatest champions this golf is this game has ever known and a great golf course designer and all those things. Right. And, mm-hmm. and he's very learned about the game. I just have this thought in my head that seems very simple, very simple minded. And I go, um, I can't hit anything as far as Brooks Kepkin can hit it. Mm-hmm. Not a single thing. Nope. If I used his equipment, it would be worse for me. Yeah. Cause his equipment doesn't fit me. Right. Right. So as far as they're trying to change the limits on when these guys you know, take that little snippet of the population. They want to take that distance away from those guys. And if they say, okay, we're going to make everybody on the tour play a certain ball. So then what are you doing? You're penalizing the shorter players in that field. Mm-hmm. I think you give the the longer players even more of an advantage. Yeah. I just find yeah. this whole thing to be really, really odd that they would say, we, we don't want anybody to hit that dang far. Can we be okay? Honest? We got to be honest about it, man. It's not the equipment. Well, yes, the equipment has been improved, tweaked, whatever. But of course, it's only been recently when golfers, professionally in the professional ranks of golfers, have actually started competing in the same manners as athletes in other sports are. Yes, you know the guys that were the pro PGA pros when you and I were kids watching it were not buff, were not in great shape, were not athletes, or were not conditioned like athletes. Today they are. Big difference. Oh, thank you very much. I'll take that as a compliment, sir. <laughs> That's professional golfers, not golf pros. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> Come on. I was dashing for something That's there. for yards, man. That's for your yards comment. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You got me there. <laughs> but that's that's the so, problem. It's not the equipment. It's the individuals, like you said. Well, there are other factors, right? We're going to say, look, it's the it's the club itself, it's the it's the ball, uh, it's the uh, the athlete, 
It's the the fairways that they're testing it on, right? The measuring the distance and all those things, right? They're, maybe they're drying them out or maybe they're doing something so they can have cool stats on TV. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot of factors that go involved here. Yeah. Sometimes it's the better science, right? Yeah. Where they can reduce, reduce the spin. Now, look, I'm going to toot my own horn here. The same guy and the same golf ball and the same equipment on the same hourly golf lesson, I give him some information that he turns around and, and can use and hits the ball farther. Yeah. I got a guy that comes to me and he's 28 years old and he flies his seven iron as he comes to me. He's a good, uh, a young guy who's got a, a good solid physique and he hits a seven iron and it only goes 165 yards. Now only, mm-hmm. right? I don't hit my seven iron 165 yards. I'm not a, 28-year-old young built guy. Got it. But all of a sudden, within 30 minutes, he's flying a seven iron, 190 yards. Mm -hmm. Same guy, same equipment, same golf ball. So the technique was different. Right. So I gave this guy who could hit it 190 yards, I gave him the way to do it. Now, let let me say this. Teaching has gotten better. The information about the science of ball flight has gotten better so that we can teach people how to hit the ball farther. And they're the same people. John, you came to me not hitting the ball so well. Now you're crushing it more Mm -hmm. and it's going farther. Is it the ball? No. Is it the golf course conditions? No. Is it the athlete? No. (laughs) Is it the, is it the, is it the driver? No. No. I gave you something. So Techniques. all these things combined are factors, yep. right? Yep. So these long, super long guys, they have the best instruction. They have, they've understood what they've got to do. They've got the best equipment that's suited for their body. Their bodies are getting better all the time. And boom, you put all these factors into this little soup and all of a sudden you've got the long distance recipe. Boom, there it is. That's it. And we will expound upon that vis-a-vis how you can do it when we come back. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Hi, this is Neil Michaels, director of sales for those weekend golf guys. Did you know that two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35? And goody for me, I'm one of them. While John clearly is not. (laughs) You get that right. But now there's Keeps, the simple stress-free way to keep your hair. Before Keeps, I keeps my hair in my brush, in the sink, and I definitely keeps my hair on the floor. With Keeps, you get convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered in discreet packaging right to your door every three months without leaving home. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. That's the price of a pizza. And for listeners of those weekend golf guys, your first month's treatment is absolutely free. Treatments can take four to six months to see results, so the sooner you start using Keeps, the sooner you'll see results. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash golfguys to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's keeps.com slash golfguys to get your first month free. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golf guys. Could COVID really cost you your home? Well, cybercrime is up 75%, but the type you really need to worry about is home title theft, which is why you need home title lock. Cyber criminals are after our homes, and it's easier than you'd think. The title documents to our homes are online now. 
The thief finds your home's title and forges your signature on a quick claim deed stating you sold your home, and he's the new owner. Then he takes out loans on your home and leaves you in debt. You won't know until late payments or eviction notices arrive. Insurance doesn't cover you, and neither do common identity theft programs. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock protects your most valuable asset. The instant Home Title Lock detects someone tampering with your home's title, they help shut it down. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you're already a victim and receive 30 free days of protection with promo code RADIO. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. And thanks for coming back. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. He is the, hey, I can make it go further guy. I can make you make it go further guy. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do now. You can make it go further. Right? Right. Listen listen up, USGA. Earlier in the show, I was complimenting you. In the last segment, it didn't really seem like I was complimenting you. In this segment, it's probably really not going to sound like I'm complimenting you. Okay? So yes, I have a question. If you're hanging around for compliments, USGA, you can go now. Yeah, you can go now because we're done. Okay. Now, all right, Mr. USGA guy, blue jacket. I don't like how far the ball goes, so we're going to change the equipment. We're going to set some limits on it. Are you going to set a limit on how strong a guy can be to play golf? No, because you can't. Mm -hmm. Are you going to set a limit? Uh Uh-oh, guess what they're going to go do now? Are they going to set a limit on instructors and say you're not allowed to teach a guy a technique that he can hit the ball farther? Are they going to do that now? Huh? USGA? What do you think about that? (laughs) I think not. Because people pay us for that. Are you going to say, all right, we're going to limit the science and the knowledge and the learning to find out more about these golf balls and the ballistics and and learn about these golf clubs and the combination of that? Are you going to put a limit on the education? No, you're not. So all you're doing is taking a swipe at people who have the ability to hit the ball hard and hit the ball far, and you're trying to limit them by the equipment that they use or the driver that they use or the golf ball that they hit. But the truth is, is you're not changing golf. There will be people who hit it farther than other people, Mm -hmm. and that is life. So you can't try to limit and don't try to trim all the people off the top of the distance charts and start to make everybody more equal. Don't do it. It's yeah. against your nature. Well, maybe it's not. It's not against their nature. It should be. Here they are. The whole game is about you earn what you get, right? You work hard. You play by the set of rules. The The people who win competitions are the people who earned it. Right. Now, Part of that is hitting a golf ball a long way. And here I want to say something to the greatest golfer that's ever walked the face of the earth. He hit it past everybody a lot. And you know what? He won a lot. And the distance advantage that he had was a big factor in the fact that he was beating the snot out of people. Believe me, his overall talent was above everybody else's. His cunning and guile and and the way he managed himself on the golf course was above everybody else. There's no doubt that there were multiple reasons why he is the greatest golfer ever to live, and I have the utmost respect for him. But when I hear people talk about it's the golf ball or it's the golf club, and they just pinpoint one of them, I want to say, boys, I think it's more than this. I think there's a whole lot of factors here. Let's not focus in on one thing. 
let's not try to limit the people who have the ability to do it better than anybody else. Yeah. Or there would be no Jack Nicholas's of the world. Yeah, there would so, be no Tiger Woods of the world. Now, sir, people are upset with Jack when he started doing it longer and farther than other people too. But you know what I get? I get the impression that as far as Jack is concerned, it's not that people are hitting it farther than he ever did. It's that people, you know, not beating his records, but people are beating his golf courses because I'm sure he has designed some golf courses to be difficult. And, oh, sure. And I, the look, guys, the hey, guys are basically the they're one, he's one of them, and it's a difficult golf course. And but the guys that can really hit the snot out of the ball are hitting beyond the difficulty. Yeah, there's truth in that, right? But yet, all these designers—they are so smart, but they're limited by land. Yeah, true. Yep. Right. They can design anything to to entrap anybody and to also make it fair and playable for everybody. They're all geniuses, every single one of them that designs great golf courses, but they're landlocked. Every project they have has a boundary. Yep. It's a finite, right? uh, finite size there. You've got so many acres to work with and that's it. Yep. That's right. Yep. And so I understand there's concern there, yeah. but I think they're talking about the USGA now, because I'm certainly not want to say anything negative about course designers, any of them. I, I love those guys. They're yeah. awesome. Um, but in the USGA, I think they're barking up the wrong tree here. I think they need to leave it alone and go do something else to actually help golfers play more golf. If they're the mm-hmm. governing body of golf, I believe that their first priority is to make sure that everybody wants to play. Exactly. All the time. Exactly. Making it difficult is not the way to do that. Yeah, I just have a hard time with them trying to ramrod some rules down everybody's throat that don't really help the situation. Yeah. And and also, I mean, I know that um, – I know Fuzzy Zeller once said that it was golf is really weird because it's the only game where the amateurs make the rules. But still – For the pros. For the pros, yeah. But yeah. still, for some reason, I, I still remember the, the laugh we got – was eight years ago when we were at the PGA show and the USGA had this huge, big new thing they were starting to do to grow the game of golf. And they were yeah. going to have a series of tournaments to find the best golfer, the best amateur golfer. Well, that's not going <laughs> to grow the game. Like, um, you know, if you're trying to find the best amateur golfer, that's defined by that's the, the same guys who create the U S open. And they say, we're not trying to embarrass yeah. the best players in the world merely to identify them. Yeah. And they're going to come up and say, we're going to create this tournament series to see who we can identify as the best amateur player. Yeah. Like you already have those amateur competitions and we see what you do in the setup of those. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, exactly. Really? Exactly. Come on, man. You want to come do on, something, man. make a rules relaxed tournament. Yeah. Right. You know, make, but, you know, make a it, almost golf tournament. Yeah. The sort of golf manifesto. Yes. Right. That, that's such a cool thing for everybody who's just the average Joe going out there to play golf and enjoy themselves. The sort of golf manifesto means they'll play more golf. Right. But USGA is not touching that one. No, because that would uh, they, they don't have right. the sense of humor or the sense of decency. By the way, do that. after this show, I fully expect to get a letter that says <laughs> that my membership at the USGA has been revoked. <laughs> Did you pay him the I'm 49 fully, bucks? I'm fully expecting that. <laughs> did you pay him the 49 bucks? I did not. Oh, okay. Well, there you go then. You got the freebie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh-huh. 
Join the USGA and we'll send you a book of rules. I don't need your stinking rules. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to officially announce that we are not a we hate the rules of or the USGA uh, radio show. It just sounds like it. it That's does. all. It's, it just it's, sounds like it. it does. We love you guys, man. We love you guys. Just get a sense of humor. Other than that, what can we say about them? I mean, I mean they, they do good things, man. They are there to protect the game. I'm not exactly sure who they're trying to protect the game from, but they're there. And it's so it's so much. I didn't know there were marauders at the door. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Barbarians at the gates. <laughs> we're going to ruin the game of golf. That's our mission in life. Um, <laughs> Some might say that's what we're trying to do. But no, we're not. We love it. We're trying to get more people into it. We're trying to make it so that you don't you don't worry about the slightest little thing. I have listened to arguments on the golf course with people who haven't the slightest idea what they're talking about, arguing about whether it's a one or two stroke penalty and whether this is a red or a yellow and what the difference is and, you know, where, where you'd landed and where did you cross and all, and is you, how far back can you go? And, and it's like, just put the ball down and take your next shot. Would you please? <laughs> Let's go. We got things to do here. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, when, when you get involved in the minutia, of this game. I mean, there's no reason what, how many pages is in that rule book of yours? Three hundred. I don't even want to know. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How is it that I know the rules and you know how many pages there are? <laughs> I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> is, that it, is that part of show prep today? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that might be the only thing we've ever done to prep for a show. How about that? That's a first here, folks. <laughs> we've now admitted it. We don't prep. <laughs> This is it. We don't need no stinking prep. We don't need no stinking rules. <laughs> Shoot from the hip, buddy. That's how we live our lives. But, <laughs> but I mean, there's just this. There's a rule to cover every possible scenario, and I mean, these guys got to stay up late at night just coming up with this crap. And you know, and I've been trying to. One of the things I'm trying to do is I'm trying to boil down the rules to explain them to someone who wants to play golf but never has. Right. In a way that the rules don't intimidate them to the point where they say, never mind. You know, when people come to me to learn to play golf, I don't talk about the rules. I just talk about, let's go have some fun. Here, let's go hit it from here. And what I don't want to do is beat them up with the, you can't do this. Yeah. How about it's okay? Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Knock yourself out. Because you know what they'll do? They'll play more golf. They will. They'll show up more often. But if and they... you know, by the time they become a good player, mm -hmm. and once they, you know, they're they're an entertainment golfer. I'm here for the fun of it, folks. Right. Let me have fun. Right. Don't beat me up with rules. So guess what? I don't beat them up with rules at all. Yeah. We can talk about things in generalities. Hey, you're not really supposed to. So, you know, when you go play with somebody else that you just meet. Don't do that. And you say, and just say, hey, look, I, I don't really know many of the rules and I don't really care about many of the rules. I'm here to have a good time. Right. So don't worry if, if I'm breaking some of them. I'm not really having a bet with you and I'm not competing against you. I'm just here to smile and have fun. I hope right. you are too. Well, we're, we're starting, and I can maybe uh, announce this prematurely, stay tuned for further details, but we're putting together a program for business people who are non-golfers on how to effectively get involved in increasing your business by using golf, and it has something to do with uh, charity scrambles. 
So in order not to embarrass yourself, you would need to be at least a little conversant with the most popular rules. But even still, yeah, the most know, popular I'm, ones are a little intimidating at times. In in part of this program, you know, I've got these things that I do that go over generalities and we have a conversation about them mm-hmm. so people can understand them in a conversational way. Right. As opposed to me just whipping out on a Zoom meeting the the slideshow of the rules going, got to do this, yes, can't right. do that, right? <laughs> no, no, no. We found out that it's a whole lot better to sound like this on the radio to talk to people about this. Mm-hmm. So when you come to these things and you you get online with us and we go through this program, you're actually going to have fun. And then we're going to be able to answer questions live. And I'll say, you know what? There's a rule that says you're not really supposed to do this. However, yeah. <laughs> You know, and, and again, like you said, just sit it up front. Just tell the people you're playing with. Either one, I don't know the rules. Two, I don't really care about the rules. Or three, listen, I'm here to have fun. I know I'm going to break some of the rules, but that's okay. Like you say, I'm not competing against you. I'm not having a bet with you. I'm just here to have fun and to play some golf. And you know what happens in scrambles? Almost every rule of golf gets broken and nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. they're playing in the scramble and they're not counting the strokes in terms of what you shoot today, because nobody's playing for the same place. That's right. They're, playing, they're not playing where their ball really landed. They're going to someplace else. It's hit and giggle stuff anyway. It is. It is. And I, and I still love the scenario when the whole thing's over and everybody has returned to the clubhouse and they're sitting down for the dinner or whatever, the awards ceremony, and they go, and the winning team with an overall score of 52 <laughs> – <laughs> everybody goes yeah right <laughs> yeah you know? exactly so if you're gonna if you're gonna do that maybe we should concentrate more on how to keep score in this game other than what well, the rules are but anyhow you know all you gotta have is is a buddy who finishes first and is willing to text you all the scores so you could be the last guy in yep. with your perfectly written non-eraser marked scorecard that's it Y'all always got to save one, save one, take notes as you're playing, but save one. Uh, that is not one of the things we're going to teach you about how to play a scramble officially. Oh, but- oh wait a minute. I gave away a secret. <laughs> Oops. We got more. We'll wrap it up when we come back. Hang out. We are all those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. Facebook.com slash golf guys. So you're filling out that form at the doctor's office where they ask you to just check out the diseases you you think you have. And one of them says erectile dysfunction. And you go, do I want to check that one? I mean, I don't want that awkward conversation with the doctor right now. I I really don't. And then I don't want to go to the pharmacy and stand in line and have some young thing hand me these pills. I want something discreet. I want no in-person doctor visits. I want no awkward conversations. I want no waiting in line at a pharmacy. Just fix it for me in the comfort of my home, which... We can do at BlueChew.com. You can get the first chewables with the active ingredients in uh, Viagra and Cialis from BlueChew.com. You can get prescribed at no cost with a BlueChew.com affiliated doctor. And then they send it right to your door in discreet packaging. Here's an even better part for you. You visit BlueChew.com and you get your first order free. When you use the promo code GOLFGUYS, just pay 5 bucks shipping. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code GOLFGUYS. Just chew it and do it. BlueChew.com. Promo code 
golf guys. Always wanted to go to college but just haven't found the time? What's the best way to earn your degree? Commuting to campus during these uncertain times? Getting stuck in traffic and rushing to class? Or learning online from your couch with your kid or on your porch with your puppy? At Independence University, your campus is wherever you want it to be. Don't go to college. Let college come to you. That's how you fit college into your schedule. Don't have a home computer? No problem. We can give you a new laptop and tablet to keep after you graduate. Learn from professional instructors with real work experience. And there's employment assistance when you graduate. Get your degree and live a better life. Call now and get a laptop and tablet that's yours upon graduating. Financial aid is available to those who qualify. Get the degree you've always wanted. Call now, 800-798-8549. That's 800-798-8549. 800-798-8549. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golf guys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golf guys. Just get off the phone with the USGA. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> You know, no. it's bad when they've got you on their hotline number. <laughs> you know it's bad when they're ringing your call. We haven't even finished the show and he's already getting <laughs> – That used to happen to me on the radio, man. I'd, be say, I'd say something on the radio and the hotline would go off. And you go, uh Stop it. Did you just say – No, you must be listening to a wrong radio station. Uh, <laughs> I've already forgotten your last name. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, we're not, we're not bad-mouthing the USGA in general principles. It's just that, that some people, you know, you've played with the guys. Some people you play with become a stickler for the rules. Yeah. They really, they make it, they make it unfun. They make it too serious. And you start taking yourself seriously. You start taking the rules seriously. You start taking the game seriously. It stops being a game. It starts being a chore. And people are going to go to the bowling alley instead, you know? You know, there's a lot of truth in that. So here we are, and this is a show designed for fun golf, right? This is not a show that we ever talk about a whole lot of tournament this, tournament that, except when I'm talking about my tournament players. That's the context of what we do. Yeah. And it's important for our student or our listeners out there to find out because there's some serious golfers in our listener cra- our listener uh, group, right? And sure. so in our big gigantic audience we've got, there's a bunch of people out there that like our show but I don't want those people who are actually serious about the rules thinking that we really don't care about them. Truth is we really don't care about them for the people who are the, doing this to have fun. Right. Right. If you're, if you are into this to become a tournament player, if you're into this to become a pro, then by all means, the rules are very important and you should abide by them religiously. Just for don't the rest expect of me to. <laughs> That's right. But for the rest of us, you know, let's yeah. go have some fun. Yeah. Exactly, because this is a very fun game. It can be frustrating. It can be. I was talking to a comedian the other day who said he hates golf. And I said, why? He said, because I'm very competitive and I hate being beaten by 65-year-old overweight men. <laughs> John? I can relate to that. <laughs> I'm just saying, did, you, did you not let him win? I did not let him win. No, I'm sorry. Uh, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. Check us out there anytime. Uh, we'll be back right here next week at this time. And again, the podcast version, you can catch it uh, any uh, podcast place that you like to uh, hang out at. And again, thoseweekendgolfguys.com. So follow the rules. Don't follow the rules. Keep a copy in your in your bag. Read them. Memorize them. Ignore them. Doesn't matter. 
just have some fun and play some golf.